0: I feel really fortunate to be able to do the work that I do. I have an incredible group of individuals. And what's so interesting about the group of individuals that I work with, I work with Navy SEALs, Special Forces, uh, professional athletes, executives, CEOs, is that what runs through the vein of all of them is they want to be the best version of themselves. And that is so interesting to see. It's not about being good, because a lot of these guys are good, right? A Navy SEAL's good. Arguably, they would say they're great. But they go from good to exceptional through a plan of longevity. And you and I, were we were all talking off the air. One of the really special things about Don is that it's not being fit for the moment. It's let me take care of my body for the lifetime, the trajectory (laughs) of my life. And so that's really... That's really my focus. But
1: how did you get into this? I mean, I don't know if I've ever asked you this because it's to be great at what you do. You have to have this love. You have to have this passion for it and you love it. I mean, I do. You, you live it. I do. It. I mean, I've never, I mean, five yeah. years until I mean, she's expecting in what, uh, 10, 10 weeks? Yeah, yes. soon. And we're very excited for you, but mm-hmm. I've never seen you eat a piece of bread or do anything until you're pregnant. It. It. And she's sending me <laughs> pictures of her having a pretzel on the street <laughs> with her fiance and I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm like, it's about time we finally got you to eat a yes. pretzel. It was great. I was.
0: Like, yeah, that's so funny. Um, Don is really a really great friend and a, someone who I definitely bring into my life and I want him to be involved and to know What's happening? So the question was how did I get into this or where did it come from? Mm -hmm. And I'm actually second generation into functional medicine which is the concept of functional medicine is getting to the root cause. It's not you have high blood pressure, let me give you a pill. It's why do you have high blood pressure? Why is your testosterone low? Why do you have eczema? What are the underlying factors really at that root cause? And my godmother, her name, she's an O.G., she's gonna kill me if I tell you how old she is. (laughs) Um, Her name is Dr. Elizabeth Lipsky. And she was one of the first people in functional medicine. She wrote, you know the term leaky gut? Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. She
0: wrote Digestive Wellness probably over a decade ago now. And that was one of the first books that came out and talked about leaky gut and these kinds of things. So I moved in with her when I was 17. Moved to Hawaii, graduated high school early, moved to Hawaii. And that began the trajectory of my training, which after seeing her, she's a nutritionist, a PhD, I went to undergrad and studied human nutrition, vitamin, mineral m- metabolism under Dr. Donald Lehman, who is, happens to be one of the world leading experts in protein metabolism. So when you talk about sustainability and veganism and high protein, this is, this is the guy, right? Um, this can
1: become a very long podcast. Yeah. I just want you to know that. I hope we have nothing to do for a while. So.
2: Actually, did you almost, or did you want to quit medical school? Oh, yeah. While? You did. God,
0: multiple times. And what stopped I you from doing that? I wanted to quit medical school and then I wanted to quit residency. I absolutely hated both of them. No offense to any of the resident directors. You know, I did two residencies and a fellowship for someone that hated it, but um, I really hated it. So I can tell you from medical school, it was it's a model of learning that is sick-based. So, yes, you have to learn the underlying pathology, but what you see is it is a very aggressive schedule, and you're trying to build these individuals that provide care and compassion for other individuals, and they are just wrung out, right? I mean, I was studying 12 hours a day. hmm you know if not more yeah. and training <laughs> nutrition none of the the concept of lifestyle or wellness didn't exist I hated it and uh, then when I went to residency you're spending time with a bunch of overweight no offense of course people who are eating cafeteria food and looking at you crazy when you're doing sprints and because I was competing and you, know, you mentioned flex I did a couple swimsuit issues of theirs and oh, really? uh, I did oh. Robert Reef shot that he's the best um so, you know, while I was going through residency, it was very rigorous. And they looked at me crazy and chastised me when I was doing sprints on my 24-hour shifts or whatever it was. And you're just like, the, the concept of teamwork wasn't really there. And it's just not a good environment ever.
1: Yeah. You know, it, it, it's funny because I've been training professionally now for 20 years. And I want to say it was probably 15 years ago I started following a guy the name of Paul Jack. And he was the first one. I think it really opened my eyes to wellness. Yeah. Like, because everything before that just seemed maybe because I was so young then. But it, everything just seemed like fitness. It seemed like you know the encyclopedia of modern bodybuilding. Yeah. You know, and you're and you're and you're like kind of just you're like thirsting for this knowledge and you're trying to find good resources. And then out of nowhere, Paul's talking about. Know, biodynamic and organic farming yeah. and the soil and then how the tractor over the soil isn't good but the hoof is because mm-hmm. it's it's damaging the soil less and you start hearing this stuff and you're like, wow well, that makes sense. You know, leaky gut, all these right. terms that you know we're we're bringing up now. So it, it really I mean, did it exist before there? Sure. Were yeah. magazines talking about it? No, it wasn't because I was struggling to find these resources. It hasn't been around that long. Yeah, You think 15 years now, I mean, what's that taking us back to right now? Two, you know, 2000, I mean, it's probably, I'm sorry, it was probably longer than that. It was probably 2000 to 2000, yeah, r- roughly 2000 when I started developing around that. Around Y2K. Yeah, around Y2K. Yeah. I was that. buying
2: batteries and stuff like that. I was yeah, busy. everyone's panicking over yeah. it.
1: So, um, I, I mean, there, there's so many routes that we can go down here, but I, I definitely want to jump into one topic and sure. we could pr- potentially probably cover most of the talk on this, but yeah. it's, it's protein. I mean, I'm in my gym yesterday. And protein is probably one of the questions I get asked most on my digital. They're saying, what's the best protein to consume? How do you know a good protein? And you give the basic answers like you right. have to find a good source and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, where plant." And one of my members came up to me yesterday and they says, I'm a vegan. So the first thing I always think when I hear this is, you know, in, in my head, why? If it, Is it religious purposes? Is it you don't want to kill animals? Fine. Like, I'm putting you into one category right now because if it's one or the other, I am I'm not changing you. I don't right. really want to change you. I don't want to get down that route because it becomes an argument. It's really bad. Um, and I've learned it's like politics. Yeah. I just I don't want to have that discussion with people. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll defer to someone like you to have that discussion. But they said, well, no, uh, because I don't want to get cancer. Right. And they said that to me. And then I, then I got tight. Then I was immediately like. Because I knew I'm, not, I'm still not going to be able to have this conversation with this person because they read some specific study. This is right. true, right? What this the China study? What was it called exactly? And I want a, you. To, there's even a better study. Okay, so can you can we uh, spend some time right now talking about this? Yes. All right, and I want you. I'm so pumped. Okay, so there's so much
0: to cover. I don't. I mean, maybe if we have a couple hours, but let's let's talk about let's talk about the data. Just because you brought up this study, the China study. Let's take a closer look at the most recent study. And it came out in 2018, and uh, a guy named Levine wrote the study. It came out in Cell. And in big headlines, it says protein causes cancer, increases IGF-1, causes cancer. And what you don't know about this study is that it got a ton of traction. Yeah, great headline. Right? And that one of the researchers on that study happens to be one of the editors of Cell, the journal, which is the most prestigious journal and he's actually largely vegan. Mm -hmm. The data had to be retracted because it was done incorrectly, it it talked about how that um, the the lowest protein group did the best and they didn't get cancer when actually a whole group of world-leading experts non-propaganda driven experts wrote in and said listen the data that you're suggesting it was I think it was point it was 0.3 grams per kilogram something really low it was below the RDA it was recommended recommending maybe 30 to 40 grams maybe 50 grams a day of protein and these experts and by the way the RDA which is the recommended amount is 0.8 grams per kilogram now we know there's 30 years of data of good research, and we know that that's too low. That's too low low for longevity, <coughs> for prevention of sarcopenia, for body composition. It's just entirely too low. And this study came out saying you should eat almost 50 percent less than that. So you should, to protect yourself against cancer, and these world-leading scientists went through the statistics and said this is not. What you're presenting is not what your data actually says. And they never published the article. It's available online, but they didn't publish the article because one of the researchers was one of the editors.
1: Right, so, I, I mean, again, you, this, is a, this is a tough topic to discuss with someone who's living a vegan lifestyle. Can we, my answer is typically, well, I actually gave a really good answer to this guy. I go, first off, I don't want to eat plants and i eat plants but i don't want to eat only plants nuts and grains for the rest of my of my life one i enjoy animal protein yeah i enjoy i'm sorry it sounds very egotistical the way i look from it i enjoy the way i feel from it and um I'm not gonna turn around and, and go my whole life depriving myself of that stuff. I am going to go and find the best source. I'm going to go and spend a lot more money having, like she sends me, a birthday. She send me a birthday present, <laughs> what she sent me like every year for my birthday, she sends me literally a 50 pound box of I grass sent him yak- beef and I sent yak, him yak and all this me, stuff. Yeah. But this is high quality yeah. meat. That, you know what? some people may say that they can't afford, I, I argue with that, I say, you know what, why don't you start eliminating spending money on junk food or alcohol or the same person who's turning around and saying you know uh, um, um, meat causes cancer but I'm there's like, no ev- but, right, th- right, but we exactly. should talk about we there's absolutely talk- and I wanna get into that, no but, evidence that but this is that the same true. person who's going out yeah. drinking you know vodka twice a week or turning around they're, they're like it, it cracks me up with people it's the individual that calls me about macros you know, right. I, I want to, and I'm like, well, wait a second. You don't have to go to macros yet. Turn around and start, you know, eliminating the five cheat meals that you're having yeah. a week. You know, you don't have to get there yet. So, I would like to get into yes. right now a little bit of, you know, you're discussing the the research and. Get into it. Let's okay. dive in this a so little bit. So let's just talk about the Can I ask one, one
2: question real yeah.
1: quick, just on something you said? So why is it that the
2: recommended daily allowance is so low? Like, why is this such a conservative number?
0: From nitrogen balance studies. Back in the day from, like, 1940 extrapolated pig data. And it really was based on the model of 18-year-old men, soldiers, mm-hmm. to make sure that they didn't uh, totally get sick. And that's where we came up with the number, but it was haven't more of changed a minimal,
1: it. It was more of a minimal dosage. It when you minimal. are a trained yes. individual, um, when you are someone who is going through the daily stresses right. and rigors of working and living in New York yeah. City, City, those levels, they have to be yeah, increased. If I want more. to decrease my amount of protein, I have to get my calories from somewhere else, right, exactly. or I'm, gonna, I'm not even gonna say I'm gonna lose weight, I, putt- I know myself, I'm gonna potentially get sick. My metabolism's gonna slow up. These are things that I know happen to myself right. if I'm underfueled. I'm not trying to remove fuel. Yeah. I'm trying to add fuel. I want the person to burn more fuel. Yeah. So we gotta get it from somewhere. Well,
0: yeah, and, it, and it's, it's the equivalent of saying, why is the RDA 60 milligrams of um, vitamin C? Right. And the answer to that is to prevent scurvy. So they wanna give you the minimal amount to prevent disease. So at 0.8 grams per kilogram is the minimal amount to prevent disease yeah i don't know about you but who wants to live at the baseline
2: Oof, that word scurvy just is just terrible <laughs> oh just i'm just still thinking about it really uh, uh it's a little yeah, guy, yeah it really is i mean but no, i get what you're saying but man okay i'm glad i asked but i'm just I'm sorry that word and, got and, brought up you
0: know cancer so everyone says okay well yeah. protein causes cancer yeah Let, let's actually take for one second one of the biggest risk risk factors of cancer. So take out lung, which by the way, lung cancer kills more individuals than all the cancers combined. So there's, in 60 years, we haven't gotten better at treating lung cancer. It's not a me- metabolic disease. We lose about 160,000 people to lung cancer. I mean,
1: Sean passed of lung cancer, right? Yes. And that is the most- And he never, but he never smoked a day in exactly. his Exactly, okay. exactly. so can you explain that? Yes,
0: so we don't, we don't have a good, Understanding or knowledge of lung cancer. Smoking is maybe one part, but we don't know the rest. So lung cancer, and it's a really, it's a, it's a tough one because our treatments haven't gotten any better. So in the last 60 years, our survivability, it hasn't gotten any better.
2: Right, right, right. And so is, is it, be, okay. But and it's it, not uh, metabolic. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole here, but is it because, um, is it because of the tobacco industry? Like, is that, we is don't that being, know. Okay.
0: But I will tell you, that's not really, at this moment in time, a risk factor we can yeah. um, abate. Yeah. But what we do know is that breast, colon, uterine cancer, all of these are related to one big risk factor. Are you ready for what that is? Yes.
1: What, what obesity. Obesity,
0: yeah. Insulin. Right. Obesity and insulin. What are the, What is the biggest driver of obesity and
1: insulin? Trapper meaning um, a consumption.
0: Excess calories. Yeah. Excess calories, and then secondary to that is excess insulin.
2: Yeah, I wasn't going to answer because I didn't want to <laughs> get it wrong. Well, like, listen. <laughs> I just am not good at But
0: But you know, that's, but that's based wrong, on I'm carbohydrates. Enough, that's based on carbohydrates. That is not based on protein. Right. right. So we have American Cancer Association and all these big groups saying the biggest risk factor, aside from lung, for cancer is actually excess calories in lieu of excess insulin. But for some reason, the conversation is so biased that people are saying, well, protein causes cancer. Well, show me.
2: But what is that reason? So what is the reason that we're not focused on like the excess intake or like the carbohydrates? And what is it, is it monetary? Is it because That's of? That's
0: exactly right. Yeah, It's like the mouse with the microphone. Yeah. So the conversations that we're hearing are biased. So Big Pharma spends, I don't know, 12 million, billion dollars? Seriously, to put us on statins. Yeah. Um, the Kellogg's and these, the Pepsi, all of these groups spend billions of dollars on marketing and funding. And PETA, who's anti-protein, I think I looked up their, them, and I think they spend somewhere like 15 million so it's the, the conversations that we're hearing are bias. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the truth and you talk about sustainability and really what that looks like as it relates to protein, people are very agenda driven.
2: Yeah. So, and then, so they're
0: misinforming
2: everybody. So then where do we get the, the truth? I mean, we can get it. I mean, you've been studying it. This is something that, yeah. you know, so we can get it here right now. But. The rest of the people are not getting it's it. It's really so, hard. You, yeah.
0: you have to question the data, and then you have to look to people that you trust.
2: Yeah, critical thinking isn't something I feel like a lot of people are doing. It's
0: so hard. How do you
1: even How do you even perform a study like that? How do you... It's I mean, really hard. Yeah, but I mean, I mean how, is, how, is that, how is that study even, how do they do that study? What, do they lock people? What, do they lock 20 people <laughs> so in a the, room this, for two years? This is actually
0: based on, the, and that's a really good question. So, in, so I did my fellowship at Wash U and they have metabolic wards. right? And you have very expensive, millions of dollars for a study. It's very hard to, to really do a study like that. It takes millions of dollars and a full staff and, and everything like that. I will tell you the anti-protein data all comes from overweight, obese, ad libitum fed rats. So the model that you're comparing and extrapolating the data is wrong. Just based on the model that they're using is incorrect. We don't know, the
1: rat, we don't know that rat's history, do we, honestly? <laughs> No, 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 We don't know if it's been like running in the subways no, on the street. No, we, don't, but, we don't really. No, but, but we don't. We don't know. That's, but my, that's my whole point. At they yeah, yet. Yeah, but they the We don't know. We don't know anything. But, but that, that was a, that was a joke. That was yeah. a bad joke, by the way. No, that's my whole point. No, you actually learned good. Yeah, I thought okay, it was good. We don't know the rest of We don't know. But that's my that's my whole point. I don't I don't understand how. You know, this is something that's good for people. This is something that we should be educating them and putting them in the right direction. That someone wants to, what is this China study? I, I can't even find it. What is right. it? It's what not really
0: a study. It basically it looked at two separate locations in China. One that was incredibly polluted. Mm-hmm. Um, people smoked, they were eating processed meat, they didn't exercise, they weren't outside. Right. So it was like taking the middle of the worst place of New York City, comparing it to I don't know pick a uh, some beautiful place where in montana right. where nobody lives it's non-polluted people are eating fresh foods fresh protein and then they decided that they cherry picked the data and said well protein is is the difference it's it's protein is the cause right i mean it's just total bs no one in the scientific world even looks at it and has it has no credibility
1: okay so we're so i think we've been very clear so far that well, and I agree with Dr. Gabrielle that we feel the research is inconclusive. We feel it's, I wouldn't say inclu- it's just false. It's just It's, wrong. it's just bullshit it's wrong. information. My question now is getting into protein sources. Yeah. So, um, one thing that's been popping up a lot are chickens are the most polluted animals. You know, we eat chicken and they eat their own feces and stay in their own. I'm like, come on, like, like, seriously, like, Again, how are they raised? What farm are they in? Yeah. It's like anything else. Like we have cows that eat grain and that are fed hormones and all this shit, and then you have cattle that's you know living in Ireland and, uh, and are living on uh, four acres per 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 cow and yeah. are eating grass all day. And right. I mean, this is not comparing apples to apples here. So can you dive into that a little yeah. bit? I mean, I mean, talk to me about first of all, get, get into this whole chickens thing because I don't, I don't even know what that. I don't was know sweet. what the
0: problem is. I mean, so. Uh, again, what you said about knowing where they're sourced. Yeah. I think that that's the most important thing. Sourceability is huge. Right. It's everything,
1: right? Have it you... is. And mm-hmm.
0: also, when you look at the hormones and, and everything that people are saying, in order for something to come to market, it can't actually have detectable amounts of hormones or antibiotics or any of this stuff. So when they label that, it's actually more propaganda to charge more. Now, it doesn't mean that it isn't different for the environment. You know, there's regenerative agriculture and sustainability, which is a totally different topic. But if we are just looking at the nutrient value of the food, I mean, it seems really silly to say, you know, it's like chicken or beef, when actually, our beef consumption is down like 27% since Mm -hmm. 1975. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean so it's not that we're eating more we're not eating more of this stuff we're actually eating less and getting fatter.
1: Right. It's also you know I I, I don't necessarily think it's always the meat it's also what's being coupled in with the meat 100 percent, so, giving it in and what you're, yeah, it, exactly. what you're everyone's what you're like drinking. oh well, well you're eating a burger like like oh well you're also having it on white bread and you're also putting mayo on the burger which i find is disgusting and you're having ketchup which has high fructose corn syrup in it and when it's all said and done you have all this junk on that burger and we're almost ignoring like i would, i'm not gonna go eat a mcdonald's burger i mean <laughs> it's not what i'm gonna back, right. back in college maybe but um all is an individual gonna develop the same amount of weight gain if they have the full burger, or if they just eat the meat? Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like I mean, the, those the are other all things, good points, yeah. these are all good points, and they all contribute to it. Um, sourcing now, so I, I'm always a believer that, because you, you, this always pops up that, you know, oh, it's expensive, I can't afford it, and like, I, I roll my eyes to that. I'm like, you know what? Buying organic one, I think, just tastes better. I, 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 just uh, right. I agree, yeah. Right. But, and I, I'm never able to say this. I worked for a supplement company in the past, and I would go on and say, well, if if your way that you're consuming, if your beef that you're consuming, if your chicken that you're consuming, your turkey, whatever it is, is fed hormones and antibiotics and chemicals, if you're consuming that stuff, is that going to cause inflammation in the body opposed to not having it? Like that was a that was the question. They were like, well, we can't really talk about that because we don't really know. I'm like, well, I would just assume if you're consuming chemicals and hormones, that's going to mess with digestion, correct? Yeah. That's going to mess with the way that we metabolize food. It, it also might cause some inflammation in the joints, so you might be eating this food that you know. You take an individual. My, my father's seventy three years old, and he has arthritis in the hands. You know, food. I take a food as medicine approach. You yeah. take a food as medicine yeah, approach. If we start eliminating that stuff, it's going to start eliminating a lot of those. Um, factors a lot of those variables and it's also in my opinion and i'm going to get shot for saying this right now but i feel like for physique competitors for body composition competitors if you cut down on inflammation yeah if you are able to improve digestion and the way you metabolize food maybe you'll look better also i don't know i might just be saying that right so there's all these things i want to get your opinion on that as well
0: so i think that there's a lot of hype around the whole cattle and and chicken Mm. and and a lot of negativity towards these things that don't uh, don't necessarily hold up. When it comes to sourcing, I think that's very valuable when we think of a more global picture, meaning how do we continue to eat what we want to while it's still sustain- sustainable for the environment, I think is really important. And I think that, you know, when we talk about regenerative agriculture and chickens that are Uh, allowed to not be in cages that's much more beneficial Mm -hmm. the quality of the meat the quality of the immediate meat they haven't really done studies they do know i I think that's pretty nuanced i mean we do know that it's not necessarily detectable you can't have hormone levels that are detectable you cannot have antibiotics levels that are detectable the question is is it in there so if you have have non-organic versus organic no matter what comes to market, you, they can't have detectable hormones.
1: Oh, so if you tested it?
0: Yeah, you you cannot see it. I don't know what that means for the tissue mm-hmm. that's in the blood. So I don't know, and I don't think that we know enough
1: mm.
0: what that means for the tissue. I think that, Don, what you're saying is absolutely right.
1: But if we, but if we test the chicken or the beef, we can detect it in there, correct?
0: No, it, it cannot come to market if, if it's in there. It oh, can't wow. come to market.
1: Okay, so if we're... Right, it can't come to market. So, but if you're in a
0: pinch and you're looking at, well, my choices are inorganic, conventionally raised, or organic, or I don't know, a bagel and cream cheese. I'd much rather have conventional because the there's that that cannot come to market to have detectable amounts of anything in it
1: but are they even testing it they do they have to test it so they have to the test USDA, every yeah so that's what the usda does they, yeah, they, test, they test to see if there's yep. any hormones or, or antibiotics i mean i'm
2: sure if, it, if they're doing that
0: they get shut down
2: right now, If they weren't do so europe won't buy american meat correct is that is that right or like poultry
0: uh i won't i would have i mean yeah
2: or like sure, I didn't, like, I didn't know, no i didn't know if um europe would oh uh, europe yeah like yeah, uh, oh, no. oh, oh no, no, yeah. no 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 apologies i don't um, know
0: i don't think so i don't I think, think so think.
2: i don't know like why do you know why that is i don't know why that is i meant to look it up and i did not i don't so, know the truth great. is i hate chicken
1: Terrific. you don't like chicken no right? what are your proteins well, well just because it tastes or because of other yeah
0: well i'm pregnant i don't like anything yeah well, when you're not
1: pregnant how about that beef
0: or yak yeah. so i i mean those are both really high quality they have really good sources of iron and zinc and things that you can't get from plants and the amino acids that we need
1: do you feel like someone can eat too much beef in one day if it's a no. source? no no right. so you should be able to eat beef three four times a day and
0: we've be- never seen and that's a really good point we've never seen too high protein I, we don't even know the upper limit i mean you could have three grams per kilogram we don't know you're what 210 pounds you could probably double that
1: I like that. Looking so good. <laughs> so that's, you remember, you remember the, the, the movie Super Size Me? I do. Okay, where, uh, where, where, where Morgan's Burlap? Morgan's Burlap. Yeah. I almost said Jordan. I don't know why I was it because of Jordan. We were just Jordan. talking about Jordan. Um, Morgan went for 30 days. He ate McDonald's for 30 days. Yeah. I'm curious, is he gaining. Sounds the, like me. Yeah. <laughs> is he gaining the same amount of weight if he eliminates the bread?
2: No the way. Cheese, no.
1: And the French fries. No, Okay, well, so yeah, he turns not. around and just has beef, and I'm not saying that's a good thing to do. I would love to see that. I would love to see that test and that study. So was it actually the meat? And I'm not telling people to go eat McDonald's. Right. Or is it like you can go get? What if it was grass fed? What if it was grass fed beef it's on those be. m- on those McDonald's patties? Are you still going to gain the same amount of weight? My, maybe. Right. I don't know. I mean,
0: there's a lot of. Pro- I mean, who knows? It's yeah. a lot of processed stuff that that. That's actually really the issue when you talk about protein and cancer. You talk about cancer in general as a metabolic disease. But that's my
1: point. The people getting cancer are they getting it from the beef? No. Are they getting it from the white bread that so, they're having and the so, cheese and the processed crap that's I, on? So, yeah,
0: it's okay. crazy, right? So when you look at all the studies, right, and you look at something called a relative risk or a risk ratio, yeah, you know, like not to nerd out or be too sciencey, but no,
2: please, but nerd I think out. it's
0: really valuable for your listeners because my expectation of them is when they hear some of this stuff is they can go back and they can think, well, I'm going to look at this study. I'm going to look at the risk ratio because it just says risk ratio. Right on the, on the papers, they can look at that, and that needs to be done well. So, a risk ratio between smoking and cancer is 12. That means it's very relevant. So, anything above two means this thing the likelihood, the risk of you getting cancer is really, really,
2: really What's high. What's the highest number on that scale? I don't know yet. You
0: know? uh, it's a good question. I don't know, but it's, it's anything that is above two is considered that's significant. So the risk ratio of smoking and cancer is twelve. The risk ratio of protein and cancer, guess what that is? Go ahead, Don. All right. my answer?
1: No. I'll, I'll, I'll point 0.5. One point one. Okay, that was close. Com- but that's wrong. Com- no. so,
0: <laughs> so, what that means in <laughs> essence is completely irrelevant.
1: Right. It's right. Not even, yeah. It's irrelevant. Right. That's
0: like saying what's the risk ratio of living in Maryland and getting a divorce?
1: Okay.
2: I actually, like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold
1: on. So, so uh, I'm not segueing anything else, yeah. but this is this is a good point now. So, anytime someone tries something new, in my opinion, with dieting, it's like. The greatest things in sliced bread. Bad, another bad joke. Sorry. All right, but um, my, that my, my bread bread? bad jokes. I'm yeah. rolling about today. <laughs>
2: You're taking my, my, uh, my spot like, you,
1: uh, you know, this year I tried to fat and I do it probably every year. I try a fat adapted yes, diet. You did. Not saying I was on keto, I wasn't, but I did a fat adapted diet. Got through about two to three. First week felt great. Yeah. Second week felt good. Third week, eh, you know, yeah. like it's not working for me. But I'm glad I did it because my body starts learning to metabolize higher fats yeah. and lower carbs and the protein's down a little bit I, th- I think it's, it's, it's important for me um, people who jump on keto immediately they feel great people who eat uh, go vegan you know the first few months how do you feel best I've ever felt in my life like this is what I hear like the best right. I've ever felt six months in how are you feeling now uh, you know what? Like my nails are getting a little thin. My, my skin's getting ashy. My hair is falling yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my that's teeth some, are yeah, just things are, are just not feeling. My lips are chapped. Things aren't like my energy levels dipping a little bit. They're not getting the I don't same. you are trying fine. to sell me on yeah. it. No, <laughs> but, they come but, in. But, but, but what I'm but what I'm trying to say is that. Anything new, like when you jump yeah. on, it, shiny yeah. and new in the beginning. Yeah. Your body's not used to it, and you're doing some type Absolutely. of discipline or regimen. It's going to work yeah. for a period mm-hmm. of time. Until it my, doesn't. Until it doesn't. Yeah. My, my thing is long-term sustainability. And I have no problem with experimenting. I have no problem if someone's like, I want to get into ketosis for 10 days, two weeks, whatever it is. I'm like, give it a shot, see how you feel, and be the judge of that. But, y- you know, what's a long, sustainable... Plan. what should people be thinking about they jump on things and they're the same individuals who who can't get long-term health they, they can't totally. find that long-term like that, i'm like you're always fighting you're, yeah. you're always fighting to get there and you never get there because you're trying all this crap it comes down to in your opinion old-fashioned protein yeah managing your carbohydrates yep. that's all different for 100%. different people we could talk about that and getting your vegetables can you can you jump yes. that? i have a quick question yes. though um so i don't eat animal protein
2: Really? I don't. And so I know in uh, previous interviews you've said whey is the, uh, one of the other sources you recommend. It is. And pea and rice would be the, the second, Uh huh. and then soy, yeah. correct? So should then I start consuming more whey, would you recommend mm-hmm. that?
0: So the reason I recommend whey is because of the branched chain amino acids, uh-huh. which is really what makes up the highest quality of the protein. And especially for muscle tissue, you need that. And it's very deficient in every vegan or vegetarian diet. That's what really separates the two. So, yeah, so whey would be great because it has enough of that leucine, which is the amino acid, to help stimulate muscle protein turnover. And it's good for immune cells because the glutamine and the gut. So, yes, whey would be a great choice.
1: So what is it? So so um um plant has the... Has branch. BCAAs? They're just lower in BCA. Much, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. much lower. What about so so the, the leucine, the isoleucine, and valine, which makes up your those are your three branching yeah. am- amino acids. Then you have your free form amino acids, yeah. which are probably I would assume a lot higher in the in the in the plant protein. But um, specific types of plants. So um, I've read some research stating that pea protein might be a little higher. A ton of estrogen. Oh, wow. So, you
0: know, you talk about meat being high in oh, you hormones. Oh, that makes
1: sense. Soybeans have higher estrogen. You got it. Okay. Wow. So
0: what's interesting mm-hmm. is that everyone, so if you look at some of the data and you look at, say, hey, everyone says, oh, well, there's all these hormones in meats. It's infinitesimal. In, so small. And then you look at soy and pea, and their estrogen hmm. is so much higher. So if someone can get away with not eating, um, you know, pea protein that would be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, whey protein can be inflammatory for some people, but uh, you got to be really careful about then the, the, the pea and the soy. I mean, no one wants man boobs. Mm-hmm. Right. boobs. Um,
2: <laughs> Not in summertime, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so, but the other thing that you can do is you can always add if you, so for example, it takes four to six cups of quinoa to equal the same amino acid profile in one chicken breast.
1: That's insane. I you know know. quinoa that is? That's a lot. Gross. Yeah. Yes. That's, That's probably a pile a of quinoa about this big. I mean, it's, it's is a lot. So you
0: yeah. need about 45% more. So like wheat and all these other proteins, hemp protein, it's much lower in amino acids. Yeah. So your caloric load and carbohydrate load is much higher.
1: Yeah. And
0: then that becomes a challenge for body composition
1: what Mm -hmm. about supplementing BCAs? i mean granted you cannot you cannot get them in an organic non-gmo form yet i don't think i don't think that's impossible because you've got to convert it some some some, somehow i don't know maybe you would know but um what if for vegans who are like listen for religious purposes yes i cannot do this yes Uh, i was raised in a household i'm against it i'm against killing animals i'm I'm kind of backing off there that's when i'm like all right i understand like you were you were misled your whole life but like um, Turning around and starting to supplement a high quality branch chain amino acid, is. do you, do you think that's going to make up for it? or Yeah, or, it no? does make up for it. Okay. I
0: mean, then, of course, you've got to make sure you get the B vitamins and the zinc and the absorbable calcium, all that other stuff. But for you to offset that to have branched chains would be the way to go. Right. Just a scoop. It doesn't have to be anything fancy.
2: So how would somebody like me um, or somebody in the same position as me figure this out to figure out how how to be optimal in the sense of, of their diet. Like, so, cause I, I, do take, uh, I do take whey. Um, you know, I consume Great. it. Um, and I eat a, a pretty clean diet and I'm, I probably don't eat, eat as much as I should. Um, because uh, I just get sidetracked at work a lot, but you know, I don't get blood work done. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know how I would figure that out and I want to, so, and I think other people, I, I do get that question a lot. So mm-hmm. how, how would people like me figure that out? Do I need to go to a doctor and get tests done?
0: So I recommend, obviously, the more data you have, the more information, the more empowered you are. So you would definitely want to get blood work. Let's see what your insulin level's like. What yeah. is your glucose like? How are you maintaining? What is your blood work like on the dietron right now? I bug Don incessantly about getting blood work. Mm-hmm. Like, really, I'm annoying. Like, come on, dude. Get you in know your, and, and, and you What's know? funny
1: about it too, is I, I actually go for blood work yearly, but it's, it's just, it's different blood work. It's, mm-hmm. she's, te- she's doing different tests, and it's giving me different information <laughs> that I think helps me. Where I get a little held up is that there's specific people out there that, that can't. Yeah, you know, they're they're not willing to fix the lowest hanging fruit. Yeah. And they're like, Oh well I'll go for blood work, how much is blood work? And you know it's 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 pricey, right? I mean No,
0: actually i run everything through insurance now. Oh wow. Blood
1: well, like, work what's
2: pricey. Well, what, like,
1: what did, well what at you the think time I mean I, I thought I mean at the time it was expensive. Yeah. But, right? I mean but I don't now every around.
0: now But what's ex- what's expensive? Couple like, thousand dollars. Thousand okay, thousand that, bucks. That is expensive. yeah, expensive yeah. out of that, pocket, but yeah. now um, the model of my practice has changed where I personally don't take insurance, but all blood work is done through insurance. That's
1: amazing. Yeah. So now, I mean, and I'm doing
0: genetic markers, and I have a home phlebotomist.
1: Oh wow! Who
0: comes and does a whole genetic markers, everything. That's interesting. Whole nutrient profile. Yeah. So
1: what what happens now is it gives it, 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 it will give the individual if. They're willing to execute. You also have to ask yourself, in my opinion, if you're one of these people that are going to go get the test done, you're not going to do anything with it. What's the point? What's the point? And and for someone like me, I'm going to execute it. But I have other. I've had some clients in the past that are sleeping three hours a night and they're drinking six nights a week, and I'm like, they're they're like, well, I'm going to go in and they're just going to tell me to stop drinking and start eating, uh, start sleeping, and I'm not willing to start doing that. So like, what do you think? I'm like, then honestly, man, like sometimes I tell them to go do it because I I think it's just going to shake them up if they actually see the result in front of them. If you're looking at them. well, no, you're in some trouble if you don't yeah. keep, you know, if you don't make some changes. But again, to each his own. I mean, people got to ask themselves what's important to you, right? You know, like you could sit here and you can bash animal protein. You could say it causes cancer. My grandma and her four sisters lived all the ages of 95 <clears throat> to 105, and none of them died of cancer. You know, and yeah. they all died of old age. And yep. they drank a scotch every night, which I don't recommend people to do. <laughs> and they ate, you know, foods in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 50s, you know, that were mm-hmm. probably some was organic, some was yeah. non-organic. I mean, who who knows? You know, I, I, I don't know, man. If you want to nitpick, that's that. That's fine, but um, I'm sticking with what I'm doing. So. Yeah, but
0: you definitely should look at how you're able to withstand the kind of carbohydrate intake that you're taking because if you're not yeah. eating protein yes. like don said earlier you're going to be adding in one of the other two things which is either fat or carbohydrates mm-hmm. so let's i would love to see how is your glucose how is your ability to manage the glucose that you're taking in and what is your lipid profile look like and then you can get a sense and then also of course body composition is huge guys should be lean testosterone is, should be high you should be waking up feeling good and vibrant and if you're not no so if you're not (laughs) then if you think about where you're at now and then you think about where you're going to be in 10 years with what you're doing now and how you feel now what is the trajectory of your aging
1: Mm -hmm. oh terrible I idea. mean, now I, now, it. Now, now I think I'm depressed. He's
2: 15 years old. I mean, ah. looking at yeah. him. He looks like he's 40. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am actually 15. So, I'm doing horrible already. <laughs> I can only go downhill.
0: <laughs> See, you got to look at these things because the the trajectory is preventable.
2: Yeah. No, I think you it's uh, well, right now, a, and and I've mentioned it to Don numerous times. I I don't really get a lot of sleep right now. Like yesterday, you guys have a new baby. Yeah, the first time that she slept until 5 a.m. Uh, yesterday for in six months. So that was pretty cool. Um, but you know, before that, we're waking up numerous times a night, and it's just that's been something we're contending with. So that aside, and, and as I said, I'm trying to eat more when I'm at work. That's a whole new battle, a whole new beast I'm I'm contending with. But yeah, just overall, like I'm trying to make changes that are more for just like Dom was saying, more for longevity, more for just a different type of a. Uh, different type of health that I cared about in the past which was yeah. more physical strength and a more um, that's that's a part of it but it's really now about a whole different uh, trajectory which yeah. is more mental more spiritual more um, just, uh, just something deeper.
0: Just so more. why do you not eat animal protein? Uh,
2: it's actually something I really don't talk about At the, but I mean, oh. I'm happy to talk about it but like I just no one ever mm-hmm. asks and I don't bring it up voluntarily because I just don't think it's all that interesting. Okay. Uh, I I just had, I grew to uh, really care about animals and I had a problem with it. I know that you've in the past have have had this discussion with other people about um, how you should take emotion out of eating. Um, I can't do that. Mm. Um, And I have no interest in doing that. And um, you know, like just two days ago, we rescued a stray cat and yeah. brought it to the vet and it needed surgery and so now it has a 50/50 chance of living it's at our place right now and we're giving it medications numerous times a day and giving it fluid like i would rather be on that side of the fence I and, get it. and yeah. that's yeah. why i, I, I
1: said him. that's why i said when someone brings that up as a reason yeah. i back off and that's just who i because am because i think that's completely fair totally. and i totally understand as it.
0: opposed to saying it's going to prevent me from having cancer yeah. or
2: any things.
1: can it. you so i i i Sorry, keep.
2: But my wife eats meat, and I'm not like. And you, the nerve, like you know. Yeah, no, that would be really awkward. To each, yeah, I I used to eat meat all the way up until I think it was five or so years ago. It just got to the point where I started to feel uncomfortable in like with myself doing that, so I stopped. And And I quietly stopped, and that was it. I never looked back, and I never crave it. I never, and that was it. And I just moved forward.
1: Vegans. So what are some of them? Um, so, say, so say this, and I, I, I got to keep bringing it up. Be- Be- vegans. Be- like. vegans. Be- like, <laughs> um, Someone comes to you. It's a female. She says, I'm not looking to put on any muscle mass. Yeah. You know, do I really need the optimal amount of amino acids? So why is she coming to me though? Well, let's just, okay. I'm just I'm fictitiously making this up. <laughs> um, why is it important for that individual to get a higher amino acid profile? Or is it not?
0: No, it is. I mean, you want to. So when you're young, you can get away with not really eating a ton of animal protein. I mean, I was vegetarian for a lot of years when I was younger. And um, that's okay because you're driven by hormones. So you maintain muscle tissue by having a a high amount of growth hormone and and all these other things. But as you age, if she were to say, well, you know, I'm just going to stay vegan, I've seen the trajectory of that. So, like five, 10 years down the line, a lot of them have issues with periods and fertility and dentition. So, um, teeth and gums receding, and protein, a bone is made from protein. When you have low quality protein, you have really low quality bone, brittle bone, brittle teeth. And that, the challenge of fixing that, the longer it goes, is, mm. is a problem. And that's, that's really the big thing you're talking about. How do you maintain this capacity to age well and, and you don't? It comes down to
1: recovery. I mean, at the end of the day, this is all recovery, isn't it? It's like, how are we recovering? How are we uh, you know, pr- producing healthy cells in the body? And yeah. how's our, you know, our bone, our skin, our hair? Um, you know, this is all uh, protein, protein feeds that in the way, It is, right? yeah, and you so. don't
0: want a catastrophic event. right? So I have a lot of patients that turn over a new leaf when they say break a hip, break a bone, right? Their teeth are their bones needing. get frail,
1: right? I mean, things but even
0: young. So we're talking even in your 30s. You know the stress fractures. Yeah. So I mean, there's this whole vegan ah. movement. Those are when the, by the time they get to my office, they're the sickest. They are literally the sickest group of patients, right. That I take care of.
1: Right. How long? Do, how long does it take to kind of? I don't want to say permanently restore, but when do you really see things kicking in for them? Is it a week? No, is it, is no, it no, no. It, takes Take it takes a couple months. It takes a couple months.
0: And know I've had vegan patients come in and you know, we look at their blood work and they're totally anemic and they're deficient and they're not unhealthy vegans and they're trying you know, parasites because of all the stuff that they're eating, stuff isn't, um, you know, they don't have enough to maintain their good gut integrity and we transition them over and I'm telling you their hair is like falling out in clumps, transition them in a six month period and they, it's like just totally a new world for them. And that's what you want, you know, ultimately, anyone who gets into medicine when they get into it for the right reasons, just like you, Don, you love helping people is you want people to live the best the best version of themselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the best life possible.
2: But it's also tough when, you know, and I know Don does this too, when you have to kind of take that hard line of, you know, either you're going to do the work or you're not, or you're going to listen to what's not bullshit. Yeah. You know, you're you're going to have to throw out the things that you think you know because uh, you're going to tell it how it is, yeah. and that's exactly what Don does. You're either going to not drink six days a week, or you're, you're going to take what I, this program I'm giving you and, and do it, or you're not. There's, right.
1: there's things we can do to, to cut down our risk. and I believe this isn't one of them it's like fine change the deodorant you're using use a water filter uh, the shampoo you're using you know just things that I believe when when you're using all these chemicals and you're exposed to them day in and day out the air we breathe the stress levels that we're in being exposed to all that blue light every day and, 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 and destroying our sleep like there's all these other things I'm like wait this is to me, it's low hanging fruit, like let's fix that first and then turn around and start getting its source. Listen, if you're someone who's just like, I'm disgusted by animal protein, I can't do it because of the great reason that you gave, by the way, stick with it, keep doing what you're doing. I just, you know, I want you to be healthy. So I guess the answer is start supplementing with some amino acids, right?
2: I got a question for both of you guys. Do you get to the point though, with uh, your patients or your clients, That's where you, you, they start to use you as a crutch. It becomes to where they're leaning on you for everything and not just like the things that you know you specialize in.
0: I think that it's and I've thought about this a lot. When I see patients, it's really important for me to make them capable mm. and not enable them.
2: Did that is that something you had to learn? Yeah. How long did that take you? A couple
0: years because ultimately I want my people to be the most elite version of themselves, mm-hmm. to be the best of themselves and so a lot of doctors will, will go easy on their patients and say hey you know it's okay you can just do this or um, no, no no we can work on that next time that is not how I roll mm-hmm. you know at this point in this level of my care is this is let me find your weak point I'm gonna exploit where you're weak and we're gonna work better to make you strong and you're gonna become capable and not enabled and that goes for all the patients that I see it's just not, it's not, it's not a good fit in my practice if that, if that's how that works.
2: How about when you have to deal with, with, with Navy SEALs, like, um, and I know your husband's one, so I'm going to exclude him from this, <laughs> but like. No,
0: they're all the same. All okay. those frogmen are the same. Um,
2: do they have trouble, uh, or, may, or maybe they're used to this, uh, taking orders fr- from you or like, do, do they think that they know more? No. Or, no? no way.
0: They, they are great. They're coming in here, self-selected group coming in and they want to be the best version hey doc what do i got to do there's actually no questions they are probably i mean the biggest thing is the culture is um heavy into drinking and no Mm -hmm. sleeping so the culture itself is different um and sometimes they travel so much so they're not able to be gluten or dairy free and they are having exposed to a lot of allergens and parasites and things like that but um, no, they're coming in. Hey, doc, what I got
1: to do? I, I was—I—I I, I couldn't agree with you anymore. I've been—I've been working with a handful of them recently. Who well, actually,
0: Shane? know can you believe? Yeah, Shane yeah. knew. Know, one a of the guys. them, yeah. I, 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 Probably
1: three or four of them. Probably the last two or three months. Um, pretty, seals.
0: Pretty small community. Yeah,
1: and I was shocked. I mean, one—they all know each other, which is which is kind of cool, or they, or they know someone who knows the other one. But yeah. um, their level of humility. Yeah. Their level—I uh, think the idea that they can take as much direction just in a very humble way like they're literally coming in and, and you're looking at you're you're looking at in my eyes it's an ath- this person's an athlete totally and it, they're they're wired so differently than any other human being you're gonna meet I was having a, a conversation with one of them who I think who I think went out underwater hmm. and they had to bring him back I'm like well did you know this no 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 you know I didn't know it's a
0: shallow breath hold
1: out. he's like you know I was just underwater and I forgot I was underwater And I'm like, that's interesting because I don't forget I'm underwater when I'm underwater. Like, I don't like, I'm underwater, like, oh, God, I'm five minutes down and I'm going to die right now. And Uh he was talking about this relaxed. This is what they do. I don't think this is something you could teach. I think you have to be built a certain way in here and in here. But um, every one of them, when I sat down, I'm like, listen, I'm not. I'm not exactly telling you how to do things I'm I'm giving you my two cents on what I'm seeing today I'm trying to make you a better athlete to be able to perform what you're doing optimally and that's the way I present it not like oh you've been doing everything wrong these guys will wake up on a Saturday and just decide one of them told me that uh, on a Friday night a buddy of his asked him to run an ultra that weekend and he just picked up and ran an ultra not mentioning names but um, the guy turned around two days later and ran an ultra marathon I'm like you didn't train for it he's like no I just yeah. ran ultra. How'd you feel after that? Yeah, I felt, I felt okay. <laughs> it's like, totally. like like this isn't normal. No. This, is, yeah. this is this is this is not something that like uh, people say I train superheroes. They're the superheroes. Like this is not yeah. like they're not. You know, when norm- I want to work with Ryan Reynolds and these guys. they would be like no way. Am I even right. like? Are you nuts? Like 100%. this is. It's a it's a different person. But you got to be wired that way. And I was impressed on on how um how receptive they were to criticisms. A tough word, but change.
0: Yeah, and they not personal. Yeah. Their feelings yeah. don't get hurt. Yeah. I mean, you literally can. I mean, at least that's been my experience with them, and I see one, I see at least one combat
1: operator a week, Yeah, which is a lot. You've worked a lot with SWAT also. I mean, you've yep. worked a lot with different special forces. Yep. I mean, it's pretty impressive so what you're and doing. Some of the
0: assaulters from Canada,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: So when you're helping somebody go from good to exceptional, like what are some of those things that you're, what are some of the hurdles that you're helping them get over?
0: Uh, it depends on what they have, you know? I mean, everyone wants good testosterone. So you really have to, one, I, I will tell you this, one of the things is we think that a little is, if a little is good, then more is way better, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily true. So guys that need testosterone therapy treatment, and they think that way more is better, can actually be very detrimental to the receptors and the, the capacity to perform, it's, it actually overshoots them. So I would say really getting in perspective of how hard you're willing to charge and and saying okay so what does this look like for the long term so if we keep you in a the therapeutic range as opposed to a super physiologic range then that's really the key so i'd say really kind of reevaluating where you're at and where you want to go would be the probably the biggest
2: thing so i guess you got to have that answer what do you want like where do you want to go and like where do you want to be right so if they don't know exactly what it is that, they, that they're they looking for when they come to you no, they, they all
0: know, they all yeah. know, I want to perform better I want to be stronger, you know, depends if you, you know, like for example, if you're taking care of an operator, right, they want to do this, I mean this is pretty much the career that they know and they want to be they want to feel strong and be strong and feel good and you know, they're willing to go no matter if their labs are terrible, you're like bro, your testosterone is 300 how are you functioning, No, nope, I'm good you know, so it's it's you know, taking them they just need to know where they want to feel how do they want to feel that's it they don't need to know where they want to go how do you want to feel you want to feel recovered you want to feel strong Then that, that's what we got to focus on
1: the average I mean this is a very generic question but from the amount of people you've worked with you can answer because it, it's like asking me the average trainee you yeah. know what do they need you know someone sitting at a desk eight to the towers a day I'm like alright a, a thoracic extension and rotation you start going in what is the typical Jane Smith John Smith walks into you. What are you telling them nine out of ten times? What do they need to approve upon? Yeah. What are the specific areas that they really need to focus on? What's the lowest hanging fruit? Like the takeaway from today from someone watching this episode. Yeah. What are the thing? What are the changes you want them to make?
0: You have to nail your nutrition. Yeah, that is absolutely the foundation. So let's say, you know, you're sleeping well, you're training hard, but you're eating terrible. You are never going to outtrain a bad diet. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be able to. Affect your inflammatory markers or whatever the issue is—dementia, diabetes, and stuff. Your nutrition has to be on point. Mm -hmm. Start with with optimal protein, earn your carbs. You know, Don and I talk a lot about uh, carbs with each other because he tends to, you know, when he's training, he's he's much higher. But look at him. I mean, this is a guy who's trained for 20 years, who has no problem with insulin sensitivity, is
1: capable to do that. I actually find it—it's ironic—the more carbs I consume as long as they're good burning carbs yeah. the leaner and tighter my body gets But
0: that's, that's unusual
1: yeah but that's also something like don't we want to kind of train towards that a little you bit do. yeah so that's when when people are restricting calories all the time and they're removing food to lose weight i almost feel like it's it, it's like starving a horse before yeah. you're trying to run it it's like if you starve the horse and you beat up the horse if the horse isn't going to be in good shape to run and if everyone's trying to develop that you know, when I say superhero physique, I mean internally first. I'm always a believer, like, we gotta clean everything up inside, yeah. and then externally things happen. Yeah, Yet, You know, bodybuilders are some of the most unhealthy people I've met. Yeah. You know, they're just consuming, it's very black and white on yep. what they're consuming. They're losing a lot of that, a lot of those nutrients that their body needs to be optimal, to make yeah. sure that their hormones are, are, are functioning optimally. Food is medicine.
0: Food is medicine, and you need, get rid of the bad habits. If you're smoking pot at night, if you are drinking, if you are starving yourself and then binging, I mean, fix these basic things. And also, you should get basic blood work. You should right. know.
2: So trade pot for meth.
0: That's,
1: <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, we do, and Friday. We could do, do, do a <laughs> whole episode on on, on, on discussing uh, marijuana and, and, and gummies and, and no, know, I think all this be stuff. Great. I mean, that would be interesting also. I mean, I don't know how much research is out there yet on it. I still feel like that there's a lot of, you know... Uh, Know, unanswered questions on this they still don't really know what cbd is doing even though it's not it's not te- there's no thc right. and i'm just saying cbd right. you know what are you know do we really know what the long-term effects mm-hmm. are i mean it seems like everything's pointing in the right direction granted it's from a good source again we're discussing source yeah not the stuff you buy in 7 but i still don't know you know i, I, don't, I don't i don't know if i just
2: know it's everywhere
1: it's, it's
2: like at
0: every it is corner i'm not even sure it's legal in new york i mean cbd I is. Oh, it is it's
1: legal in new york i i know it, but anything with thc isn't um but I know CBD is legal in New York, so.
0: You know, and obviously get good sleep, everyone talks about sleep, but um, the electronics, I think that, and I know this is really gonna sound crazy, but all the EMF and all of the stuff we are exposed to, you know, 5G and all of this stuff which, you know, if you actually look at Oh, it's gonna mess us up. It really
1: is not good. Oh, yeah, and on top of that all, what about <laughs> I mean, the posture that you're in? When I'm riding the train in the morning and yeah. I'm doing emails and I'm down here, I stand up, I feel like shit. Yeah. Like my head being in that position, my, I never have back pain, my, my back starts aching, my hips start aching, I'm starting to walk like an old man then it starts opening up and I'm like whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I, I gotta put it down a little bit, yeah. you know, I gotta get myself into anatomically a better position. So, you know, you turn around, you take someone who's sitting eight to 10 hours a day like on typical Wall Street, and then you add that phone in on the commute, man, where, where it's, yeah. it's a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah, so there's definitely foundational things individuals just, can do. Just
1: ah ending on this this high note i love it
2: everybody's love talking it. about a horrible a horribleness and uh
1: <sighs> well we're already an hour in i mean no i'm just kidding Look, no think I, about I, this we're an hour in and we just covered I, animal I, protein and cancer think about all the things that we're going to talk I, I actually
2: did have one quick question um before before, before um we get too off to if, if you don't mind um as you um when you knew you were pregnant any, any changes you made specifically um you know, because, you know, we have a six month old and, and I know She's my so wife, exciting. It, yeah, it's, it's great. And, um, but I just didn't know, you know, and, and we, we talk about getting pregnant again and, and you can always, you know, refine things, but we, you know, asking a doctor what, what she did and if there's any changes she specifically made, yeah. I think would be good. And, you know, was there anything you did that was, yes, that could be helpful.
0: So as Don will tell you, I am very strict on my nutrition, super high protein, very low carbohydrate very regimented when i got pregnant i got sick i literally could not i mean it was, it's still so hard for me to eat protein so all my nutritional habits shane was joking because i send out a, a weekly newsletter every sunday and change your husband yeah and okay. yeah and so he's joking he said "Babe, you got to look at this and it showed the two pounds of meat and blood pudding and liver and all the stuff that i would normally eat <laughs> to it like dried bananas
1: yeah. Pretzels, pretzels pretzels on the upper west side you were
0: the first you were the first person I sent that to yeah. <laughs> you said
1: that any, anyone else on the planet would have been like what the hell is this I just started hysterically laughing <laughs> she didn't even have to put a caption next to it I'm like I, I get it it's
0: so bad I so, said enjoy it so I, I it's really been interesting so I have <clears> really bad so I've, I've had nausea and vomiting for s- over seven months uh, pretty consistently every day um, so that's actually been a huge change for me and my capacity, I still train. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm still training. Even if it's three days a week, three, maybe. So it's three days a week Your with training's weights. good. Yeah, three days a week. Yeah. And then another um, three days a week with weights, and then I try to do another day in between. But that is 50%, 75% less than I was doing before.
2: And even though it's, um, it, it obviously varies by person, is it supposed to be that your first trimester <laughs> may be you might feel sick, your second yeah. one you're supposed to get a little bit of a reprieve, and then the third one might, be, might feel sick again? This is so typically t- so the way it's supposed
0: to Typically, you're sick the first trimester, second is like the honeymoon phase, and the third you're tired. Oh, uh,
2: well, you just got it just the whole time. Well, it's a
0: Navy SEAL baby. I mean, yeah. yeah. Half <laughs> team guy baby. But I've um, been sick the whole time. And Shane's still active duty, so it's been me. <laughs> oh. But uh, so I would say that the things that changed were definitely my training and also my nutritional choices. I never ate fruit ever or drank anything with any kind of calories. And now that's what I have to do to just be able to survive the day without yeah, getting
1: sick. get enough energy in. yeah. to drink some of your calories. And that's
0: actually, and it's interesting because, you know, I asked Don these things. I'm, you know, like, what do you do about body composition? And it was so interesting him having two kids, having the perspective that, when you're pregnant it's not even about body composition oh god yeah
1: no I would never In I mean, I mean when a woman asks me that I'm like <laughs> you know you're first off we can never go through what they're going through right? I think we're, you and I both will agree on that but yeah Shane's you
0: know, like honey I, I stub my toe uh, I don't feel good I have a cold I'm like oh my gosh no yeah,
1: just, get, get, just
0: kidding get, honey, get,
1: I get the calories you need to yeah. get you're going to be fun. funny story about my about my wife she was um when when we were having Donnie which was literally 14 months after Amelia they were really close Um, my wife used to take like a day, a week to go get her nails done and she'd go get some food and she'd get a magazine and it was like her time and I'm coming home from work early one day and the elevator door opens. We used to live on the sixth floor and it opens and as it opens, she's sitting there with a junior whopper and she's just like, "Ah," and she stops and she looks at me, she's like teeth are in this junior whopper and we just start hysterically laughing and people come to me, they're like, oh what do you feed your kids and what does your wife eat? And I'm like, listen, like, it's going to be okay, man. Like, you know, I'm not (laughs) sitting there like, I don't want my kids to develop an eating disorder. Like when we make hamburgers, we're using grass-fed beef. And we we make them French fries and we're baking them. And we're trying to teach them good options. And do I make them work out? No, I go out in the jungle gym. I work out myself and my kids nine out of 10 times want to come with me. And you lead by example. And you know what? If you're going to turn around and she's going to have some ice cream every day, or she's going to eat pieces of pizza every day, She's gonna be okay. Right. Like it's gonna be all right. Like right. you know, it, it's said a lot of times her and I talked about it. You have this intention of wanting to feed yourself. You gotta get down what you can get down. Yeah. If you're not craving it, yeah. like, and you feel sick. Yeah. I literally have not craved
0: I, yeah. eating for me is a real chore. Oh. Yeah,
1: so I'm not. You know. Yeah. It's gonna be all right. You, you're gonna have <gasps> yeah, a very fine. healthy baby. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. You're gonna teach the baby great habits. The baby's gonna be incredibly yeah. healthy, and you guys are gonna do awesome. But and that's
0: but that's been the the change. And if uh, another recommendation that I would. Um, recommend right now mm-hmm. is if your wife wanted to get pregnant or someone wanted to get pregnant, to so start prenatals early. Okay, yeah. So start prenatals. You know, you should have a clean diet. Make sure your vitamin D is good. Your fat soluble vitamins are good.
2: I'll take them too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Actually, why not?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I'm in. You know, yeah. well, that's kind of yeah. how you, you do it. by next time. I really, hour, yeah. I you know? <laughs> look good. I look different. I <laughs> feel different. This time will be different. Well, yeah. first
1: off, um that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. It was. Um, thank you. Will you
2: come back again sometime? You bet, of course.
1: We'll choose another topic. And yeah. We'll just, I think we, it's a great thing about her. There's plenty to talk about. Yeah.
2: Now, that was really... I learned a ton. Um, I still won't eat meat, but I'm not going to get cancer from it if I did. No, you're yes. not. <laughs> we'll, but now you know you're going to supplement some BCAAs. Yeah, now there's
0: strategies for you. Yeah. And you should really see what your blood, your basic blood work is. Yeah.
2: yeah and, I, you know, it's something I've been meaning to do, and I've just been lazy about it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's funny because I did at one point... Uh, I was supplementing BCAAs, and then I just, I don't know, I, get, I, go, I go through these ebbs and flows about, about supplementing, uh, about supplements, really, about workout supplements, about training supplements, and I just, I stopped, but the, I, the whey protein is something that I've always kind of been, I've always just taken, uh, specifically since uh, I don't eat a lot of meat. about always, eggs? you eat eggs? Yeah, yeah. I eat a Great. lot of eggs. I eat a ton of eggs. No uh, fish. No fish.
1: No fish. No, I'm not a pescatarian. Sean was a pescatarian. He used to just eat fish, right?
2: Yeah, uh, I just don't like the taste. Yeah, I, me either. I, I, I just can't do it. I love it either. Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, episode 21.
1: Episode 21. That's, um, that's a very good number, by the way. Yes. 21, I've got to thank her. This was awesome, really. Thank you so much. Thank
2: you so much it was for having awesome. me. Awesome.
1: And um, if someone wants to get in contact with you, can you give us your social media handles? Yes, yes. yes, yes.
0: So uh, I'm very active on Instagram, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. And I, on my website, www.3ws, And I have a weekly newsletter and I pick really good research articles or things that I've seen in the clinic. And I try to make it very evidence-based and relevant for people.
1: I'm so, not getting that newsletter. What? I just realized, yeah, I'm not. I don't it's know why good. I'm not.
0: It's good. It's, sh- it's quick. Oh. So it's not it's, this it's, exhaustive list. Oh, I
1: just got to go to your site and subscribe.
0: Don, to yep. Don is
2: on. <laughs> Uh, Gabrielion.net that's why you've got to go tocom yeah.
0: was you know like this last month I talked about women that couldn't get their period and yeah. um, HCG for testosterone.
2: I mean and that's pretty common in <clears throat> the fitness industry isn't it like yeah. a lot of women over who are training just so so hard that they're that's there.
0: absolutely yeah. what this article is about. So it's good evidence-based so you asked in the beginning of the podcast how do we know who to go to and what to find that is good information? So I really carefully select the stuff that I put in the newsletter and it's an easy read so people can go to the link and actually read for themselves.
1: Cool. And I've trained with her a lot. You know? Yes. And she can bring it. All right. And I so can't wait
0: to get back. I'm I like, I cannot wait to train.
2: What's the, uh, what, what is like the first, first, first thing you're going to do when you train that you can't do right now?
0: <sighs> Gosh. Uh, probably intervals. Mm. I loved intervals. I I mean, love you better. can't really do any of that. You tried being real pregnant with, and that, it's just,
1: it does not work. Well, you look amazing. Thank you again. Thank you we for having me. We had a blast. Cool. This is great. One of my favorite episodes. At Don Saladino. Well, at Instagram. Z-Raz. Yes, Instagram. Sir. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. See you there. And um, if they have any questions, they can email us at reps repsatmuscleandfitness.com. Reps at
2: it took us only, what, eight weeks to, to figure that out? No, it yeah. took us 21 episodes. Yeah, basically. And um, screwed it up last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, thanks for watching. This was Makes a uh, this is a good one and uh, we'll keep bringing it.